0: When you understand that money is a tool to be used, right, for bigger purposes than you, Mm -hmm. I shifted my thinking from, oh, like how many, how many people listening have said, I just need to make this per month. Yeah. And I'll be comfortable if I could just make this. Well, that's limited thinking. And that's selfish thinking because you're only thinking about what you need. Instead of saying, I have these gifts and talents, I need to make as much money as possible so Mm -hmm. that not only can I have freedom, but I can help others, right? That don't have the gifts and talents that I do.
1: Welcome to episode 107, part two of the Camp VPN Uncensored podcast and the power of freedom with financial literacy with our guest, Wendy Lee Stevenson. Grab that copy, grab the cannoli because here we go.
0: We always talk about network marketing and MLM. Mm -hmm. We talk about your why, right? There's a reason Mm -hmm. because if you don't have something driving you, you're going to quit. And so I believe that there is... Pain and pleasure are two drivers to success, but we are more motivated by pain than we are pleasure. So, Mm -hmm. oh, it's great. The idea of, oh, I can have debt freedom. Oh, I can, you know, travel the world. Oh, I can achieve this or that. But until you tie a pain, when do you see people really turn their lives around? After they hit what? Rock bottom. Bottom. Yeah. Right? Why do they, why are there such comeback stories after people hit rock bottom? Mm -hmm. Because they have experienced a pain that they never want to feel again. Mm -hmm. And so they then determine, I will never be in this place again. And I always say life change starts with a made up mind. It's when you hit that place that you go, never again, will I be here and I will do whatever it takes. And unfortunately Mm -hmm. we, we, have so many ways that this world has coddled us to the point that we don't feel the pain or we shield ourselves from the pain or we shield our kids from the pain, right? Mm -hmm. Like we've created a soft generation Mm -hmm. shielding from pain. It's the worst Mm -hmm. thing we can do. And so it's also the worst thing we can do for our team and people we're leading is uh, help them avoid all the pain. Instead, I say, take that thing you say you want, right? Right. Like for me, I'm going to give you an example. When I was in the process of adopting my kids, I was like, I want freedom to be with my kids anytime. I want to adopt these kids, you know, and give them a home. And I want to not be tied down to a nine to five job. Well, that was motivating. Sure. But I would sit down to do my power hour and be like, I don't feel like message and so and so. Oh, what if this person thinks I'm stupid? Or, oh, what if they tell me no or da, right? but if i then took that picture of my kids and the kids that i was adopting that weren't home with me yet and i put that by my desk and when i sit down to my power hour if i'm if i start to make excuses i instead look at that picture and have to tell my kids they aren't worth it for me to get uncomfortable ouch No, it's so interesting
2: that you brought this up because I thought of certain people and I thought of certain people doing this business with and and I and I would say that to them, like, I know what you shared with your why. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and if this is your motivation and this is still your why, I don't I mean, this isn't judgment. This is just a reminder to say, I know you well enough to know that you would not do, you know, you would go to the ends of the earth to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe this is, I'd love to think this is a fit for you, but you know, then you've got to figure out another reason why it's a fit for you or what is the fit for you. So your why carries you across the threshold that you want for yourself for the reasons of the love of your children, the time with your children, the time with your family, the freedom of time, the freedom of money, all those things Mm -hmm. but you like you said at the beginning you can't you can provide the the program the education the guidance but it's going to be always the human being that's going to cross the threshold now i'm not going to lie you know there's some cases like you know let's say for instance i get contacted all the time from people like my child wants to be a professional makeup artist in hollywood can you consult them? Of course I can consult them. Happily, I'll consult them. I do this all the time, but I can't guarantee them on right. an award-winning successful career because are they willing to put in X amount of right. years and hours and all the things? Now, if I knew that this kind of stuff that we're, we're experiencing today existed back then, very possible i would have made different decisions Mm -hmm. first off i always wanted to be the head of the studio or in an agency world but i didn't have a law degree or i didn't have the like so i had to do what i had to do to get to the next step which Mm -hmm. was i had to pay off the school loans Mm -hmm. so after pre-med and fine arts and phone photography and being asked if i could cut somebody's hair and that led to hundreds of people you don't think I'm going to do the most logical thing and get that license right. so I can go out there and start creating the money so then I can leverage myself around the like-minded energies that I mm-hmm. want to be around storytellers and rise up. Yeah. Well, that was my plan of action. Not because mm-hmm. I didn't want to be in wall street, not because I didn't want to be at the top agency, in Beverly Hills with the, you know, but I had to figure out how to get there. And it wasn't going to be like you go from zero to here, even though God wouldn't that be nice? Maybe some people yeah. do, but how do you support that? I I think that there's also a building process, and each one mm-hmm. of us has a different ladder
0: that we right. climb, or All those lessons we have to learn along the way, right? Correct. I mean, to bring I, value. I, yeah, I learned some hard leadership lessons. I made some big mistakes. My first network marketing company, I thought that I needed to be the one that knew everything. I wanted everyone to come to me with questions. I wanted to be the expert, man. I moved to my second company. I'm like, I don't want show me where the tools are. I don't want to be the expert in anything. I want to just point people to the tools. Right. And so, but I had to go through the hard stuff to learn, to leverage a system and, and, you know, there's, but there's lessons at every step, you know, and, and if you don't learn the lesson, you're going to be stuck at that step until you do. Right. And, um, you know, that's what led me to the financial piece because I realized there's so many people stuck at that. And there, and, and I see people broke at all different levels, right? It doesn't matter how much money you make. If you don't know, if you don't have the right money mindset and you don't have the financial literacy to make wise decisions with the money, then you might make a lot, but you're not going to be wealthy. And that was something, you know, that. Mentor, I told you in my first business who was making six figures a month, she was stressed about money all the time. And I mm-hmm. couldn't understand it. I'm like, How mm-hmm. are you stressed about money? You make more people, more money in a month than most people make in a year, right? right? Right. How are you stressed about money? But there were lessons that she hadn't learned, right? right? And she wasn't, and the more money you make, the bigger the problems, right? So, right, right, right. Oh, That's, no. I, I, yeah. I
2: will honestly never forget the first time I made my first six figures and I was like, I'm more miserable now than I what like wow, thank you for the I mean that lesson was learned so fast, Wendy Lee. Like I was like, thank you for that gift of that lesson. That was literally at 911, by the way. That's mm-hmm. how, you know, far back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, okay. This lesson was gifted me really quickly. So I'll never, not never, but hopefully never ever, like my appreciation, gratitude and how I created is definitely going to be in ways that i want the environment shifted i want different kind of people around like all the kinds of things that Mm -hmm. i have control over if i can and go from there but it was really eye-opening that it doesn't buy you happiness it doesn't provide you security it doesn't do any of those things it just creates more problems potentially and then it is Mm -hmm. and it is interesting Our our unfortunate lack of financial um, intelligence Mm -hmm. when it comes to our education Mm -hmm. and why we're not teaching it Mm -hmm. from the time that we're in kindergarten or nursery school or daycare for that matter. I mean, all you got to do is take blocks and teach with blocks. Mm -hmm. A a little child is going to want to learn how to do that.
0: Yep. Yeah, and that's. I mean, I think part of it's by design, right? The more dependent oh, yeah. we are on, on the, the... there can only
2: be one percent, right. Wendy Lee. Right. There can right. only be one percent, and we're a paternity. Uh, we're gonna
0: stick together, even if we yeah. ship chess pieces. No, that's actually not true. But we, you know, to your point of like, you know, more money makes more problems. I agree with that. If you don't know how to treat your money. Right. But if you understand that money is a tool and that this is something that I had to understand as well, because I had an unhealthy relationship and mindset around money. And when you understand that money is a tool to be used right for bigger purposes than you, Mm -hmm. I shifted my thinking from, oh, like how many how many people listening have said, I just need to make this per month. Yeah. And I'll be comfortable if I could just make this. Well, that's limited thinking and that's selfish thinking because you're only thinking about what you need instead of saying, I have these gifts and talents. I need to make as much money as possible so Mm -hmm. that not only can I have freedom, but I can help others, right? That don't have the gifts and talents that I do. And that was a big eye opener for me because I used to think, oh, I just need to be humble and I need to give away, you know, well, no, I... I want to be in such a financial position that if I see a need that arises, not only can I say yes, I can meet that need, but I have the capabilities of teaching wh- whatever wh- whoever whoever's in that situation. Let's say it's a single mom that needs mattresses for her kids after a divorce, right? Um, because I've been there. Yeah. To say here's here's the mat. I'm going to take care of the need today but I want to teach you how you can take care of these needs in the future. Right. How you fish. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so, and that's, that's, that that's where the tool of money can buy happiness and can buy freedom and can buy all these things when you treat it as a tool that's working for you. But so many people, you know, I, I I used to, I kind of grew up with that mindset of money is the root of all evil. It's actually the love or the worship of money is the root of all evil. But, um, and, but we have in our mind that it's, oh, wealthy people are the ones that worship money. I actually think a lot of the wealthy people are the ones that under, have a healthy relationship and understand that it's a tool. And it's yeah. the people that don't have it that think that if they have it, it's going to solve their problems or if they, right, like that are controlled by money. Are you in a good mood or in a bad mood? Does it depend on your bank account? Well, then you're worshiping money, right? Like, yeah. So we have to make that shift by understanding, I think, that first step to back to the basis of what we're talking about is that you can create this different income and leverage money and understand that you are not... Nobody listening to this is without opportunity. Right. Nobody's without opportunity. I mean, we live in the United States of America. I mean, even if you're incarcerated, you have opportunity. Like, they're... (laughs) There is opportunity True. everywhere, and there's nothing stopping you from learning a skill, becoming an expert, and teaching others, and creating a business. There's there's nothing stopping anyone. And so, you know, and- yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 please continue, please, please. Just you know that that I think that when we start to see to change our mindset around limitations right? And have that abundance mindset. That's when everything can change. But again, being willing to do the work and also creating those mentors in that circle around you, you know, trash in, trash out of your, of your mind. Right. And also the opposite is true, right? You put wisdom in, you'll get wisdom out. And so filling your mind instead of with the latest Netflix show, that you're filling your mind with podcasts and, and YouTube videos that are inspirational or w- learning from the successes of others, reading amazing books. Uh, to me, I have the Bible's my number one and my number two is called The Greatest Salesman in the World by Mandino. I read that book every single year. And, um, it is life-changing because he says, Hey, the lessons are already learned. You don't, there are, I already know the lessons and I'm telling you what they are, right? So practice this and you can change your life. And so, um, one of my favorite quotes is by Jim Rohn, and I'm not going to say this perfectly, but, um, we, we all have the same blowing of the wind, right? The wind's blowing (laughs) us all the same way, but what makes the difference on where we end up is the setting of the sails. Right. So totally true. Take Adversity. I mean, people say, Oh, Wendy, you just have it easy. No, I could list all the things that I could use as excuses for why mm-hmm. I can't achieve success. And I have plenty of them. I've got divorce. I've got heartache. I've got loss. I've got grief. I've got sickness. I've got all these things that I could list. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't because I know that I there's some things out of my control and to those things I have to let go. And the things that are within my control, I practice the four A's, actually five A's, right? You become aware, right? Aware of what's in your control, right? And how do you adjust? If you need different results, how do you make adjustments? After you're aware, maybe that's a feeling. I always feel this way. Be aware of it. How do you adjust? How do you take action? The third A, take action to actually initiate change, right? And then get some accountability, right? And create that habit, right? Mm -hmm. Turning you in a different direction. And then you ascend, then you grow, then you get to that next level.
2: So, so in regards to like your five A's, for instance, and having the mindset of abundance and having the wherewithal to know that self-development and always expanding one's mind and purpose and all the, all the opportunities that are out there, you know, it's interesting because I just know from my own reflection that stepping out of one's comfort zone, even though these are all things that have always been of interest to me, that doesn't mean Joe over there or Susie over there knows that that's the case. And it's even that it matters, but I'm going to step out uncomfortably and do these things. But I'm concerned about what everybody else is going to think, or I'm concerned about the limited beliefs of oh, now, well, not Felicia's not doing this, but we think of her over here doing this, and if she's over here doing this, then, you know, we don't we. Well, who she thinks she is, and you know the stories that can come mm-hmm. up for people, mm-hmm. and all the things that can stop them, or the or mm-hmm. how those worlds fall away, and mm-hmm. and it's interesting because. Um, I've always been a big believer in you never stop growing. I've always been a big believer in multiple interests and multiple ways of making income. I've never believed in just, it's only one way or the highway, um, you know, and I think the last few years have presented that even more just like quantum physics in a quantum physics sort of energetic manner that, you know, life. And the world has been forced to make shifts,
0: mm-hmm.
2: whether they wanted to or not. And then who who flew with that and who didn't, or who leaned into it and like rose to the occasion, right? And di- or didn't, or you know, or you know, continuously figuring it out. or some just never got off the ground floor, or even took a look. And it, I think it's really fascinating. Um, I mean, I certainly know the people that I'm always drawn to, and I always have been drawn to are successful people. Mm-hmm. Like I just like running with the best of the best. It doesn't mean I'm the best of the best. It just means that that's what I like running with, because mm-hmm. I'm always like I find the brain and an and, and an achievement super sexy, you know. And I want to hopefully be looked to in that way as well. But I may not whether you're there today, or there tomorrow, whatever. But I think that people need to know that they can get out of their own way and they can they can do it as well like you said we all have the possibilities and I think the thing that you know I feel like I've been surrounded by people and I'm not looking to blame others this is not the point I didn't realize that I been in an environment as creative as my environment is mm-hmm. that it's it's like crabs in the bucket yeah and it's yeah. shocking. It's been kind of yeah. like pulling yeah. back the curtain, going, How did I get here? This isn't like the world that I come from in my mind or my surroundings of mm-hmm. like, you know, even when the shit hit the fan, excuse me, there was still like we figured mm-hmm. it out. We got mm-hmm. up, we kept going, we crossed the desert, we did whatever. Right, took, you know. So I just, you know, I come from that mindset of no, you're you're a super achiever and you're gonna keep going. Even if it's not there today, I'm not a failure. I'm just building this I'm living I'm building this living sculpture, so to speak. Mm-hmm. and and um I think designing one's life around that mentality does take a shift. Mm-hmm. Some are born, some are more apt to be born into those worlds and others have to find those worlds. and some, I don't know why never do and wish mm-hmm. that they did because I certainly, What I hear in you and what I find in myself is I am that person who loves to help create winners. I've always been that person who loved pouring into others and cheering them on and knowing like, you can be the fearless winner, and you can be the leader, and you can go out and be the best you can be. And I have to be frank; sometimes I'm better doing it for others than I've been for myself, as much as I've all, my, achieved my on my own, mm-hmm. courageously. And I and I just find that that I love that how your path has gone from all the things that led up to you know from from your early career. And through your early marriage and, and having the kids and being in corporate and having been faced with a couple of layoffs that's for, that faced you now with the now what moments and then mm-hmm. going into this world and how that world has led you to three other iterations of that world or who you've become mm-hmm. or both. Yeah. And I love that you've done that, maybe scared, maybe messy, maybe not. Maybe always because
0: messy. of this flow, this flow, pardon, always messy. I think that's one of the biggest challenges that I see people overcoming is thinking you have to have it all figured out before you take the next step. Like I never have it figured out before the next step, never. And it doesn't mean you don't plan and you don't have vision, but I think those people, you're so afraid to start until it's perfect. And by the time you get it perfect, everything's changed and now it's too late. You've missed the mark. Technology is advancing too quickly. So action takers are winners. I mean, that's just the world we live in. The quicker you can take action and adjust, you know, be, have the flexibility to adjust as you grow. And that's, I think, been my, one of my superpowers is I'm not afraid to put something out there that's not perfect because perfection lives in the mind of the person creating. It's not right. Nobody's I am amazed. There's this one coach I follow online that man, when she started putting her stuff out there, I'm like, her marketing doesn't look that great. Right. it just, it wasn't that great, but she was putting it out there and she was consistent and you could tell who she was. Right. And as her brand grew, She hired out the perfection, right? Can somebody else make this look good? Because that's not my superpower. That's not my zone of genius, right? And so one thing I've been teaching recently, I just kind of coined this acronym to help people remember, but ACE marketing. So ACE, you want to ACE your marketing. That's showing up with authenticity, consistency, and energy, right? Mm -hmm. And so understanding that authenticity either you have to put your uniqueness on display right that's an ogmandino quote from that book i told you about earlier but put your uniqueness on display in the marketplace meaning you have to show up uniquely you people need to see you we've all heard you got to have that no like and trust factor how you do that's with authenticity and authenticity um when you're authentic you have opinions and you have thoughts and you need to be clear on expressing those, even if it pushes people away because authenticity create, turns you into a magnet, but a magnet has two poles, mm-hmm. right? It has the mm-hmm. side that attracts and the side mm-hmm. that repels. And so, True. you know, you've heard like, you know, in the Hollywood, right? Like, like, or famous people, right? You're, you haven't made it until you have haters or whatever. Like if you start showing up in the, in the tabloids, gossip tabloids, right? You, you know, you've arrived, (laughs) but same thing with online marketing, right? You've got to have a voice for something, which means you're going to have a voice against some things and you have to be okay with that. And so the people pleasers aren't going to win because they don't know how to be authentic. Right. So authenticity is huge. I mean, I think that that's probably been I mean, if, if you talk to people that have followed me, right. Like you can always trust that Wendy's going to show up authentic, right? Like I'm, I don't fake it. I don't try to be someone I'm not, I don't hide my flaws. Like I, I own it. Right. That second piece in ACE is the consistency because without consistency, you don't know how to adjust and grow. Right. When I started Talking to people or creating social media posts. The only reason I got good at it is because I did it so consistently. I learned what worked and what didn't. Right? If you're prospecting, the number one uh, money maker for any business is lead generation. Period. If you're a realtor, if you're a restaurant owner, if you're it doesn't matter. If you're a network marketer, if you're in finance, whatever you're in, you have to ha- you have to create generate leads, or you have no business right we yeah. have to hire someone to generate the leads but so lead generation is the number one most important thing for money making activity and yes. without consistency in that you're never going to have a business so consistency is key if you show up in your market con- marketing consistently people know who you are people are going to right like yeah we're not sold the first time we see something think about yeah. those ads you go through on Facebook and you ignore 17 times and then you open it one time and then you sign up and then you're like, no, just kidding. I don't want it. And then it shows up in your inbox. And finally you're like, okay, I'll buy the damn thing. Right. (laughs) So that's consistency in marketing. Right. And then that last piece is our energy. And by energy, I mean, like, are people going to be excited to work with you? Or are they going to think it's a drag? Because
1: if Mm -hmm. your energy
0: is low, you're not going to attract anybody to you. Right. And so having your energy up, and it's so simple to create little tricks in your life to get your energy up, you know, power posing. Uh, there's a great talk by Amy Cuddy, Ted talk on power posing. It's amazing. Like you can actually change the chem- chemicals going on in your body, the hormones that are released by how you stand or how you sit that can change mm-hmm. your energy. You know, grounding outside, putting on music and dancing your face off for five minutes, practicing gratitude, right? Singing at the top of your lungs, like exercise. All of these things are ways you change the physiological, and it can change the energy within you. And people can tell when you're talking to them if you're enjoying it or not, right? And and I think energy is everything. So, um, so if you want to grow a business online, you have to ace your marketing, be authentic, consistent, and energetic. So and to that point, when
2: you are coaching somebody, or even as you've developed yourself, how much of yourself do you feel that you have shared with the world versus keep from the world while being your authentic, like, Mm -hmm. self, because I think that that's a fine balance that I think people are really pushed by, you know, like, they they don't want to, they
0: don't go ahead, Go ahead. I think uh, for me, I never share something I'm going through until I'm on the other side of it, Mm -hmm. on the other side of the emotions, right? So part of that emotional intelligence piece, I'm not going to show up online and be like, this is what I'm going through. It's hard. Now, one time when I was going through my divorce last year, I did show up online, ball face crying, just to kind of make the point like life isn't perfect. FYI, I have days like these right? However, I didn't say here's why because my ex is this and right, I didn't air my dirty laundry. So you can show up authentic in line and sit online and say, Hey, I'm going through something or Hey, here's a lesson I learned, but I like to do it on the other side, right? I'm past the emotion. It's no longer an open wound. It's a scar. And I can say, let me teach you from the scar. Right? So that's where authenticity comes in. And, and sharing the personal right? And one-on-one, right? You build these relationships online and you have certain things that are public, but then there's the behind the scenes, like our friend Lita. Lita knows a lot more about my personal life than the average person online, but we came to each other through online. Then we met in person, then we developed a friendship. And now she can say, Wendy shows up, Like I don't don't BS online. I don't tell you stuff that's not true. Doesn't mean Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you all the details, Right, right? Right. But, and I also, you have to think about protecting, there's certain things I don't share online that I think, you know, I could help people. However, it would hurt somebody living in my family, you know, hurt somebody in my family. And I'm not, I'm not going to do anything to hurt my kids. And I'm not going to do anything to hurt my family. And so, um, so those things are off limits, but it doesn't mean I have to avoid saying there is something I'm going through, or, you know, for instance, You know, I know a lot of people talk about narcissism. Like I have a a family member who is a narcissist, right? And here's different ways that I have learned to manage that relationship and create boundaries. I can teach from that without saying who it is and given the details about the story, right? Of course. so, Yeah. So it's learning how to get on the other side of it, share it openly with a lesson, right? Yeah, I think that
2: that I think that that is a fine line. And I do think that, um, you know, that again, that is not something I think I would have ever done three. I know I wouldn't Mm -hmm. have done it three years ago. And again, the irony is by working and being taught and being coached by the people that I have exposed myself to over the last few years. I also learned that the power of doing that mm-hmm. does create more trust, does create more sense of like-knowing trust, mm-hmm. does, you know, and no, I mean, I, I don't, I'm, this is no play-by-play household, like, you know, situation. Right. But I do think that it, it was a huge risk for me to go public regarding my ovarian cancer. That was never mm-hmm. an intentional, mm-hmm. like, oh, we're gonna now pull mm-hmm. back the curtain. But it was shared with me, and I've shared this publicly, that one of the most powerful things that I was told to do was to document myself because one never knew how that was going to turn out and empower others. What I didn't know was after recording my first, like, moment Mm -hmm. of that I wanted to that I was conscious of at the time come to find out I'd done it before that but I just never posted anything was from my hospital bed after Mm. you know when I was getting ready to be um released but I was doing it from a perspective and not a woe me like a wake up a wake up I'm here to be the vessel I'm here to be a teacher I'm here to say Per my experience and per my knowledge and per Mm. my background, I'm here to say, if this can happen to me, y'all need to wake up because advocacy is the number one thing when it comes to all things in life, whether it's for the betterment of your health, wealth, mind, body, spirit. But when it comes to the medical world, here's why. And for women, women, no matter who you are, how much money you've got, no matter who you think you are, I'm here to say, sadly, women, whether it was in the 80s when I was in AMA or, you know, working on being in AMA or Mm -hmm. now, research and funding is something that we just don't get as much attention to. So you've Mm -hmm. got to be seen. You've got to be heard. Mm -hmm. And here's how and here's why. So anyhow, those were the reasons why I went and did something very like, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. And it did upset the household, actually. Mm -hmm. there was a certain point that was not understood because my spouse got approached by somebody who didn't have my seemingly best interest at heart or his. Right. And was like, Oh, so, you know, what's going on with your wife? I hear she's dying. No, no, never, Mm -hmm. never once was that said. So it's amazing what the mind will like or the manipulate or whomever, whatever. And then how you harness that and i had to harness it in a way that I had to take care of my family first mm-hmm. and then continue to be my voice of reason and and help others while helping myself mm-hmm. and it was one of the best things i could have done and for those who didn't get it to this day I, that's not my problem and exactly. i have to believe that that those who are supposed to be in my camp mm-hmm whether it's in my film industry and film community or the future things that I continue to do and hopefully inspire others to do is shows up in the way that I'm, I, I want to create. Mm -hmm. I, that I know better today that Mm -hmm. I know that I don't have to stay in one little, but you know, this square, Mm -hmm. this square peg does not have to be forced into this round hole Mm -hmm. anymore. And, And if anything, I hope that that message, again, doing this podcast, hearing these stories, sharing people like yourself, who have lived it, who have built it, who are living proof of it, that this is, you know, that we have choices, we get to make decisions, we get to say today gets to be a different day. Mm -hmm. We get to say that we get to make impact in a way we haven't, but we've been wanting to. Mm -hmm. We get to say, okay, that hurt, but how about let's make it feel good? Mm -hmm. How about, you know, not repeating the same stuff and making it, you know, creating a different result Mm -hmm. that is rewarding, not just only for your, your own loved ones, but what you can do for others, loved
0: ones Mm -hmm. too. I love that stuff. So go ahead, please. Oh no, I was just saying that I I don't have anything to add to that. That was a great uh, <laughs> great word, Felicia.
2: Uh, thanks, Wendy. Well, I just think um, you know, it's it's really interesting too, and I wanna share this as a compliment to you. Because though we've never interacted like this, and again, I want to remind anybody listening to this, because at this point, this might be part two of this conversation. So people are hearing it over a two-part mm-hmm. listening period mm-hmm. that what I've what I've come to adore about you is one, you know, I remember first being aware of you and you being like, this woman's created a lot of success. She's created, you know, multi you know, she's created a million dollar plus mm-hmm. business for herself. Mm-hmm. How does she do that? She's clearly getting in the the eyes and the ears of people I know love and adore. Okay, great. What I love about who you've evolved into even from my really mm-hmm. far back observation is I love where you are heading, what you are doing, how you're creating what I refer to earlier as your living sculpture. Mm-hmm. Because I think purposefully, this is something really, and this is something I've always said, I have to harness back to also. I don't believe you have to become a have become a multimillionaire to teach the importance of proper mindset when it comes around finances. Right? right? Mm-hmm. I think you need to be just a voice of reason of the why it's so important mm-hmm. to, whether it's your tithing to yourself first mm-hmm. and, you know, and having those, those rainy day emergency funds mm-hmm. or why investing in yourself to have your money grow in a bigger mm-hmm. way than just your paycheck to paycheck mentality, yeah. you know, the importance of taking that top 10 20 percent of all your earnings whether it's that active earning or that passive earning and how you grow it to like you know legacy money for time and financial freedom mm-hmm. and the importance of being able to know that once you crack that code, you can always do this again. Mm-hmm. But also for women, I think it's super, super important for women to also know that women are the ones who don't have as much of that straight like path. Like not that men do. I want to be very clear about this, but what women have more of to I find experience is that they bear the children. They tend to be the nurturers and the caretakers. They tend to be the one whose path can be interrupted more, whether it's through pregnancies, through divorce, through health, through taking care of others, through taking care of many, whatever the case, there's just a lot of, if she's a nurturing human being and smart, she, there's just gonna be, she's gonna be a magnet for all, all things all shifts, all challenges, all whatever. So she's got to, that female, that superpower, those many superpowers out there in the world have to get those tools that really are going to serve them in the long run. And the core to that really is not only your emotional intelligence, but it's your financial intelligence. Your financial intelligence gives you that time freedom to develop all that other stuff. I do think it goes hand in hand, but I think that it doesn't like, like, it's just like, get there. Like, it's like, if this message, if anything that's take away from this message, our podcast, our interview with each other, I think this is one of the most important keys is financial intelligence. When it comes to taking care of the best interests of yourself, your loved ones, life happens. How do you, how, what position are you in? Listen, Wendy, there's a, lo- there's a lot of women and you, 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 know, you might have even experiences firsthand. I know many women who are huge and successful have multiple six, seven, eight figure incomes. And then they go through a major life change with like the partner that they've been with. And maybe half, if not more of that earned income has to go to that person because the woman makes more than he does. And then there's children involved and then there's alimony and there's real estate and there's all those things. And this, this can be really successful women's pain points and a lot of them. And, and, and you're not getting younger. And now the world is seeing you, you know, so the, why you have to carve out your, your voice and Mm -hmm. your, your, your wise, because life does happen. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we don't, have control over things that what we have control over is only ourselves and the decisions we make mm-hmm. and that we make sound ones because sometimes they're going to be unexpectedly derailed and sometimes it's just you know I'm I'm a person
0: like to think we have a lot more control but we don't
2: have all the control
0: yeah yeah and um with women I so I'm one of those women that I was you know, the breadwinner and went through a divorce and paid alimony and now pay Mm -hmm. child support for shared custody. Um, and you know, somebody said to me when I was going through my divorce, you realize marriage is a 50, 50 business partnership, right? When you, unless you have a prenup, when you get married, you're going into business with that partner and it's 50, 50, 50, 50 on the debt, on the income, on the, whatever you've created together. And so, um, being intentional, too, with who your who your life partner is if you're not there yet. And then also, you know, I work with women on both sides that have been the breadwinner and, you know, gone through a divorce and maybe by their choice or whatever. But then I've also been where the the women just fully dependent on their husband and had took said, oh, I don't need to worry about that. My husband handles mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Oh, he does the finances. And then that mm-hmm. husband decides to leave. Then mm-hmm. what? Yeah. Right. So now, so it's so important. We have an event we do about once a quarter called women and wealth. And one of the things we talk about in there is those specific challenges that women face, right? Like you said, we don't have that straight path. A lot of times women are taking off of their careers to raise children and then coming back in. And, you know, if parents get ill, the mom, the women are the one that then go take care of the parents. And it's like, a lot of times just culturally, we're expected to be the ones to pick up the pieces and to adjust our schedule and what we do, um, based on the needs of others. And so having that financial knowledge, that literacy, that preparedness and, um, and, and understand there's so many tools out there. I mean, one thing we do at the agency I work for, like we're, we're a very holistic approach. So when people come in, we give them a free financial plan and we say, here's where you are today. Here's where you want to go. Here's the specific challenges you're facing. Here's what we have to work with. Let's lay, map this out. And we map out that plan and we talk about all kinds of things. Like, you know, I, you'd be surprised how many people don't even have a family will in place. I know. Like you're leaving to chance what happens to your kids if something happens to you, right? We don't, and so we go through and we want, we want to help you protect your business. We want to help you protect your life. We want to help you protect your assets, right? Because it's not just wealth is not just about making and saving and growing money. It's also about protecting it from, taxes, from loss, from, you know, all kinds of things. Yeah, And so, um, and even people that are building their businesses, you know, I just, uh, we have a legal partnership, uh, with a company that, you know, I have one of my, my clients, she, they, she's launching a business, and she needs to legally protect her business cuz she's got some trademark mm-hmm. stuff and all that and mm-hmm. so we've set her up with our legal team she pays a small monthly fee but she gets a whole legal team behind her to review mm-hmm. contracts and to you know do collection calls if she needs them and you know to help her in case of an audit and it's the what people don't know is costing them so much money mm-hmm. because there are so many tools and so many resources out there And, um, so just like, you know, I would say in building your network marketing business or online business, you need mentors and coaches and a team around you to help you with that. You also, I think it's important to have what, you know, we call your money team around you. So who's going to help you with tax strategy, who's going to help you with understanding what financial decision makes sense, right? Understanding the you know, there's something called the rule of 72, right? Understanding how your money works and how it compounds over time. And I, one of the most empowering things that happen in my business. So I'm just going to be real here. My second and third year in business, I did not save appropriately for taxes because I had no idea. I was a new entrepreneur Mm -hmm. making a Mm -hmm. ton of money. I had no idea. I had to save like, 40% Forty percent for taxes. I saved like right. ten, right, <laughs> right, right. And then my right. tax bill came, and my accountant, because she also didn't understand the nature of my business, did not have yeah. me set up properly. you know, as my business yeah, quarterly, said. and yeah, it was yeah So I all of a sudden have a fifty-five thousand dollars tax bill, mm-hmm. and I don't have fifty-five thousand dollars, right? So mm-hmm. I got into tax debt which made me feel like a failure and a loser. This Mm -hmm. is before I hit the financial world, right? This Mm -hmm. is when I was just a new entrepreneur. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, nobody's teaching us what to do with taxes and how to put that away and how much we should Mm -hmm. be putting away and how to find a good accountant and all that Mm -hmm. right had i known that i would have saved myself so much time and frustration and money and you know i'd be in a even more and even better place today but um, my point in that is what you don't know costs you a ton of money so get around those people right that that know that have been there right and so for me with that whole tax situation, it was when I figured out all these different ways that, you, you know, that you can even save on taxes. And I, I just, I, I've fallen in love with the financial industry and like understanding how everything works. And um, and I want to empower women, right? To, to have that knowledge because it makes it a huge difference. You know, and I feel like, you know, women to finances sometimes is like, a woman going to the gym for the first time, right. That's full of like meathead guys. And you're like, Oh, you feel weird about which equipment to use or working out in front of people or whatever. Um, but if you have a, you know, I know for me personally, when I had a, um, a, what do you call it? A personal trainer at the gym, I was totally comfortable at the gym because I had somebody guiding me. Hey, do this, do do that. So I don't feel stupid. I'm just, you know, learning from him and and we need the same thing in business and in finances.
2: Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, I think it goes back to, you know, everybody, you know, you don't, you don't stop, you don't stop learning at a senior year of high school, Mm
0: -hmm. quote,
2: unquote, you know, life is a series of learning a series of being coached, Mm -hmm. have athletes have coaches, all the people we revere have coaches, whether it's an actor, or it's a business person, or it's an athlete, whatever a brand, they all have guides, they all have Mm -hmm. teams, they all have people who are experts in those realms. And to your point, also, I mean, first off, Frankly, I want to be on that stage with you, um, with your Women in Health series because I I can talk on this. So to your point, as a child, I saw how my family did not communicate and did not plan properly, and because of it, a house was attached an SBA loan, businesses were lost due to a recession, and uh and and like you know, lots of loss and a mother who was left with an eight thousand dollar. You know, a year public school teacher position while my father had died and left her like strapped. Mm-hmm. And I'll I'll never forget the impra- in the impact. And 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 it's ironic that I come out as an artist, so to speak. I mean, that being my burning desire, right. like you, like the singer. Corporate. I wasn't going into Arthur Anderson when I graduated. I wasn't doing an account. You know, that wasn't mm-hmm. the job. I was not even. I don't, I want, I don't know why I forced into That was not what I meant, but that's not the, that's not the lane I went down. Would I have been great at it? Probably. Or, or of the realm of most, like what you were doing, developing from the idea developed to, develop, to delivery. Very good at that stuff, but that wasn't the path at the time. But the interesting thing is, through all my experiences, even though I was a struggling artist, I still intuitively knew all these things and what it took. And it's interesting because when I started working with, at the time, Susie Orman or David Box, who at the time in the, like the 80s, early 90s, were putting together these books and were like the financial gurus at the time, it didn't matter if a woman had money or didn't have money if she did not know how to manage it she always ended up without and it's an unfortunate unnecessary circumstance because women are actually really beyond capable they're very smart they're very logical and they're the ones half the time if not most of the time managing those things so we need to empower them in a way that is is a service that is a tool that creates the creates a legacy. I mean, there are more multimillionaires out there who never made more than $100,000 simply because of how they manage their money. Mm-hmm. You do not need to become a multimillionaire earner. I know plenty of multimillionaire earners who don't know how to manage their money. You've rubbed elbows with them. Mm-hmm. I've rubbed elbows with them. They've lost it 10 times over. Yeah. They go more, but I, I mean, I'm just like dumbfounded, but not dumbfounded in a judgmental way, but to show mm-hmm. that this is a tool that it has no, it, has, it does not, it does not, does not say, "Oh, you, you are exempt of this experience simply because you made six, seven, eight figures." Right? No, on the contrary, mm-hmm. you may have less tools in your in your in your pocket than the person who doesn't break fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. They've proven this, you know. They've proven this time and time again that people don't have to make more than eighty thousand dollars. Not today's in today's inflated market. I don't agree with that, but. But, but to the point of how you manage right. your money, Absolutely. whether you're out getting the Starbucks every day or you're taking that 5 seven, ten $7, $10 that you spend and you're putting it in an IRA account and how that is compounding interest. Or like you said, who, who does versus who doesn't have a living will or, or a trust, mm-hmm. you know, and how that's being handled. My father did not. So, as you said, a marriage is a business. It is a business. It's always been a business. Why do you think people got those you know when families brought their children together that was a business Mm -hmm. we just weren't raised in cultures that maybe practiced that business-minded sense when we got together because we're like well this isn't business I love this person oh or I love how they look or I love how they're intimate with me or but it had nothing to do with the financial like plan of things. And I'm the first one saying, I never thank God have not had tax issues. But I've made we've made more money where we've had to pay more taxes. In the end, because enough wasn't taken out. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you just do that you manage it, but it didn't make me a failure. It just meant I made more money. So Mm -hmm. I had to, you know, come back and pay the difference. Okay, so that's how I looked at it. Was it a pain in the ass? Yeah. Did I love it? No, but I'd like to look at it as I was more successful, so therefore I owe more money. Mm
0: -hmm. Now,
2: ironically, how we do manage our money and how we handle it with tax reasons or purposes, it is different for somebody who puts in clocks in like maybe make six figures as an auto worker Mm -hmm. versus an entrepreneur has an online coaching service, because the difference is are you an S corp or an LLC versus your sole proprietor? Right. And that can make a difference in how you can get your pension or get your social security or get your, 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 um, Medical health. I know in the film industry that that is that way. You have to be a sole proprietor. You can be a vendor. You can have an S Corp or an LLC, but it cannot be applied to the paycheck that you get Mm -hmm. because it will affect your health insurance or your pension or whatever. So there are different ways of people and how they have to learn things to get and get as much leveraging. I think that it's all a, a learning game. Mm -hmm. You just have to be curious and you have to want it. And you have to know that you don't want to repeat history. You want to get better at it. So you create more time, you create more freedom. And I think the greatest takeaway here is that empowering women, not because we don't love men, but empowering women because women really do need this tool they tend to be the ones who will take care of not only the children and the offspring but the generations that brought them into this world they will be the person that today more women are going through university and more advancing faster and therefore making becoming more of the breadwinners than ever whether it's a single household or a two um led household Mm -hmm. They've got to know the, the, how to protect themselves without it not being a, you know, uh, uh, a working together marriage, so to speak, whether it's business or house. My husband and I, ironically, just to pull back the curtain, when we bought our house. We weren't even married. Mm. And I was like, this is a business. Buying this house is a business. Mm hmm. We're going into it as business partners. And the only way I'm going to do it is when we both have certain things in mind and in place, whether it's life insurance or whatever the case may be without, again, talking too much about my business. But to say, I will not go down this road with you unless all these things are in order on both sides of the, the track. Because I witnessed this and I'm not participating in that shit anymore. I'm not doing that. That doesn't mean like, You know, look, when you're in it, when you have this, also this, this like sensibility one day, and I'm sure you can understand this, having been a performer and having those two sides and all the sides that you've achieved, but you've seen, you can have all this intelligence and like, you know, I'm this last year alone, I've been living through, you know, getting through the ovarian cancer and dealing with Hollywood strikes that still aren't over. Mm -hmm. So for me, what it's been, for me, not only building these other businesses, so once I can have them monetized, they're ready to be monetized, but not worrying about what other people think right. and continuing to build and continuing to align because I'll be damned, the best is yet to come.
0: Mm-hmm. And I want to
2: lead like a the leader I've always been and I'm no longer dimming my light. And as many people are drawn to me, as far as I'm concerned it's it's not even a I won't swear here I already swore once so I won't say the bigger words that I normally like to say but I I would just be like I really do want to do something that I've always imagined that I would be doing Mm -hmm. and I just didn't know how from the time I was a little girl going forward but I feel like I'm clearer today than ever and um and I think with the way the world has turned, no pun intended, sounds like a soap opera, the way the world has turned, it feels more opportune than ever.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yep.
2: You know, and you know that because that's been your personal experience without me putting that back in your mouth so to speak I, from what i observe and from what i hear this has been the freedom for you to keep doing keep growing keep and being enlightened keep realizing what's important how do you serve be a service how do you also be a service to the ones you love and then also through all this learning growing what you want to reconstruct and how you want to do it differently or better, or whatever, and in turn, be that inspiration to others along the way.
0: Yep. Absolutely. I mean, uh, just, just growing, sharing the story. Um, and, you know, we're all here to help each other. We all have our different gifts. We all have our different talents. And the more that we can share the lessons learned through time with each other, the more we'll all grow. Right.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and i um, I mean, I wish I could say that we're all impervious to pain or moments in life that mm-hmm. where things are just going right along and we're just, everything's bliss. And then you just like, what well, what was that moment mm-hmm. or moments? Mm-hmm. It sucks, but you can get through it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And you have and, to, and you have to know, no. You just have to know that the, the, the resources are there. Mm-hmm. You just got to be willing to like ask and show up and take action. And like you said, you know, make a decision, do it consistently, surround mm-hmm. yourself with people who want to see you mm-hmm. be successful. And it really, you know, and even if it's not over here, maybe it's just like, it's one step to the left. Like yeah. it's not for any one of us to say, -hmm. You know, why are some people super successful in MLM, but somebody takes a little left turn and then they blow up over here doing something Mm -hmm. else? But they Mm -hmm. were inspired by this. There's no right or wrong.
0: Absolutely, there's no
2: one cookie cutter.
0: Mm -mm. No, it's all everybody's unique journey.
2: Yeah, makes it interesting. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Well, is there any um anything you'd like to add that you feel like we didn't touch base on?
0: I feel like we covered a lot. I hope, I hope it was beneficial for your audience and um, hopefully there are some key takeaways that people can put into action. Um, But, you know, the biggest thing I would say is start today, like let go of the past, whatever decisions you have or haven't made or whatever regrets, like just let go of the past and know that you can shift everything starting now. Um, that back to life change starts with a made up mind. Maybe you're listening to this and you need to make that decision now that life is going to be different for you from this point forward and, and find the people to surround yourself with, you know, understand that it's going to be a journey, that it's not going to happen overnight, but stay, stay dedicated to that journey and open the doors that are open and pivot when you need to pivot, trust yourself, trust your gut your intuition.
2: That's so huge. Mm -hmm. The trust your gut and your intuition Mm -hmm. is super huge. Mm -hmm. I think that too many people don't trust themselves enough Mm -hmm. and they, they need to know that they really do have an inner Mm -hmm. voice that's telling them whether this is the right road or not, Mm -hmm. no matter what they knew or don't know, don't do or don't know or know whom they know or whatever. This always serves you. Mm -hmm. Always serves you. You know, you're if you're in danger, or if you know that this like is a sweet moment.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I listen to my body's reaction to things, and um, you know, when I feel anxiety rising up, where where do I feel it? What's causing it? Right. Get to the root of it. Um, If I feel peace, I, I mean, that's how I know what decisions and what what path to take. I'm like, if saying no to this gives me anxiety and saying yes gives me peace, then I say yes. And if the opposite is true, then, and I don't mean anxiety, like, you know, but like, you're afraid to do something, but you know, in your soul, I mean, I I believe my personal belief is it's the Holy spirit within us, right. That, that allows us to see, you know, that what path to take. Um, But regardless of where you're at in life and what your spiritual relationship was with whoever, but that I believe that we have that intuition, that gut, that feeling inside of us that says, this is the step to take. And this is the step not to, and, uh, fear. Don't let fear hold you back. I always say, understanding emotions is so important, right? But fear and courage are the same feeling with two different actions
2: Mm
0: -hmm. right so fear is not actually a feeling Mm -hmm. fear is more the the action or reaction to that that feeling right so you get to choose am I going to act in fear or am I going to act in courage so yeah it's it's absolutely
2: key I really um love everything you've shared so I just want to circle back to uh a little Wendy Lee for a second and say for her to look at who you've become and what you've manifested thus far and where you are heading, what you know, be it the clarity or, or willing you know, openness to like the unknown as well. You know, would, how how do you think she would feel about you know what what you've done mm-hmm. thus far, and where you're
0: going. Yeah, I would say she's proud. Yeah, so proud of all the overcome obstacles and and you know, I <laughs> the Bible talks about consider it joy when you face trials of any kind or many kinds, and some of those trials we bring on ourselves. And one of the most powerful things you can do is forgive yourself. And so I think the the child Wendy would look at my life and say, I'm proud of you for persevering even when you were the screw up, <laughs> right? Like, uh, you know, and persevering when things are hard, so.
2: Yeah, I think um, I think that we do have the ability to derail ourselves by the decisions we make. And I do believe that we do have the power to forgive ourselves. And I do believe that we have the power to also look at things as these lessons were gifts mm-hmm. gifts that we can, in turn, not only learn from, but be able to help others either just avoid altogether or to be able to bring insight to what their experiences have been as well, based upon your ability to get up, persevere, and succeed. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. That's the way
2: I've chosen to look at things that never in a million years do I wish that, you know, were some of the life things in the, in the, like the notches in the belt. Mm-hmm. But they've served me very well for what it's worth. And I think that these are gifts that I'm okay with. Mm-hmm but would never wish upon anybody (laughs) at the same time. So yeah, that's how I look at it. Um, Well, I just want to thank you so much. I think you are a real gift and I think you are a real inspiration. And I think that um, anybody who aligns with you is really fortunate and I think that you're probably an incredible not probably that you are an incredible coach based upon not only your life experiences but your collective just everything and I think what what I hear and what I want to share with the audience is I talk with a lot of different coaches from all different angles whether it's financial real estate spiritual the whole nine yards and um in my observation, one of the reasons why I would recommend people looking into your coaching programs, if this is what they're looking for entrepreneurially or what have you, is um, I like your sensibility, Wendy Lee. I like mm-hmm. the your, your sense of how you listen and how you hear and how you formulate, like, help guide people from what I hear. And I just wanna share that. I wanna applaud you for that because in a in a realm that's become very formulaic mm-hmm. and very like automated and AI and all the mm-hmm. things, just plug it in with your virtual assistant and bo, bo, bo. I mean, this is language that three years ago, I would have said, um, excuse me, you just spoke Hebrew. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. And I'm not going to say that this nut hasn't become more aware just in the last few months. Like I can look at people and go, how are they doing that? Like who is creating that? But, but nobody would give me that information. Mm-hmm. Lots of coaches. I don't think that that's okay. I have to say in the coaching world today, you've got to be willing to pull back the curtain. And really, if you're really going to help people, really help people. Mm-hmm. Don't keep them tied to your hip. This is the kind of coach people need to show up being. This is my takeaway. Mm-hmm. And that's a sense of what I get about you. I could be so wrong, but that's what I'm putting out there into the ethers. That, that is the kind of coach you are. You help people fish, truly. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what I get from you, and I want to applaud you for that because that, to me, is what makes you stand out.
0: Okay. And yes. a
2: lot of people are not doing that, and shame on them. And does that sound yeah. like a judgment? A little bit, but that's from a learned experience. That's called an expert opinion. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's about understanding that everyone has their own journey and allowing people to be themselves in that journey and bringing out the best in them. And that's what I feel like I'm, I'm good at is allowing people to be them and, and showing them where they can shine. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you, Felicia, inviting me here and uh, taking time to dig in a little bit to my story and I hope that it helps serve your audience.
2: Thank you. Vice versa. I really do. So thank you mm-hmm. so much for your time. Big hugs and kisses. We'll be in touch for sure.
0: All right. Thanks Felicia.
2: Have a lovely day. Bye for now.
0: Bye-bye.
1: I am so happy to be able to share Wendy Lee's perspective, her experience, her expertise. And I think that anybody who's interested and desires to learn more needs to really connect with somebody like Wendy Lee to do and be a guide, a teacher, a mentor for so many reasons because financial literacy and freedom is really the key to living your best life. Join us next week for our delicious guest Kim Douglas. TV personality, actress, and beauty and lifestyle expert as well as a breast cancer survivor. I am so excited to share our interview. Have a beautiful week. Share, subscribe, and I cannot wait for you to join us next week. In the meantime, much love and bye for now.